Good morning, Christ Center. It is Saturday, November 25th. This is the last day of week 11 of our journey through John. Let's start like we always do with a moment of silent prayer as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. This is Autumn Seaborn. Today's reading comes from John 19, 38 through 42. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus also, who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. This is Isaac Cox. Have you ever been asked the question, if you could have a conversation with someone from the New Testament, who would it be and why? For me, Nicodemus is always one of the first names that come to mind. There's just so much speculation surrounding what Nicodemus was doing the few years after his secret conversation with Jesus back in John chapter 3. There's so much we just don't know about this Pharisee and his relationship with Jesus. Yet for some reason, we don't get the sense that he was like the other Pharisees. There's a sense of humility that we pick up on with Nicodemus early on. And then we hear absolutely nothing about him until now. What was he doing all this time? Was he secretly working behind the scenes? Was he strategically advocating for Jesus' legitimacy amongst his Pharisee colleagues? Did he have a part to play in one of Jesus' escapes from angry mobs? Why is it that we don't get this picture that he was among those pushing for Jesus to be crucified? This line of questions can go on and on and on. And this is why I would love to talk to Nicodemus and hear his side of the story. I think there may actually be some merit to the idea that Nicodemus was a strategic advocate for Jesus amongst his peers. That's because of the other person mentioned in this small section of scripture, Joseph of Arimathea. We know he was a member of the same Jewish council that met together before binding Jesus and leading him to Pilate, and we know he was a disciple of Jesus. But how did he become a disciple of Jesus? I don't think he was following Jesus Jesus around like the other disciples. This would have caused quite the uproar in the council. In fact, the text says he was a secret disciple. How does one become a secret disciple of Jesus in this time? What does that mean and even look like? Well enter Nicodemus again. The chance that Joseph and Nicodemus would have had some dealings with one another over the course of Jesus' ministry can be pretty safely assumed. I love to think that Nicodemus, a great teacher, secretly took on a student after he realized who Jesus was. It was a student who had a position of authority and influence like he did, a student who could aid Nicodemus from the inside towards his efforts of validating Jesus' identity. I like to think that Nicodemus was also a secret disciple of Jesus, and he himself taught Joseph how to be and do the same. And here they are together, 
assuming responsibility for their teacher's body. There is so much to get into, but for the sake of time, know that this moment, in this moment, they absolutely stepped out in the light and were no longer secret disciples. It is actually quite a beautiful moment in the midst of taking care of their Messiah's dead body. What does this mean for us? We all have our jobs to do, our parts to play, and our gifts to share. And there'll be a time, a moment, and a place for us also to step out. We can be strategic about it, we can be wise about it, but when these moments come, we must be brave and bold enough to step into the light and reveal our allegiances to Jesus the King. For Nicodemus and Joseph, it was buying a tomb and absolutely filling it with the highest of quality fragrances. For us, it may be a conversation, it may be moving towards forgiveness, it may be repentance even. I don't know what it is for you, but let's agree to step out and move forward. Let's pray. Father, help us play our parts wisely. Give us eyes to see the moments where you are asking us to step out and be bold. Help us be brave enough to act when those moments come up. And thank you for guiding us with patience and grace. In Jesus' name, amen.